Hello, this is Josh Gondelman. No, I'm sorry, I'm Josh Gondelman, and this is Make My Day. The world is a tough place, and so every week, to make it a little more fun and a little more friendly, I play a game with one guest who is guaranteed to win because they're the only contestant. As we play a game that I designed specifically for them, I assign them points based on how much their answers to my questions cheer me up and delight me. And then, at the end, the winner and only contestant receives a $100 donation or contribution to the charity or aid cause of their choice. Plus, we each give a pep talk to somebody who we think out there in the world needs it, because this isn't just about me. It's just mostly about me. Today's guest is the host of the podcast, Dork Forest, and the co-host of The Jackie and Lori Show. She is also one of the funniest stand-up comedians working. Her new album and visual special, Staycation, is available November 16th, wherever you find comedy. Welcome to the show, Jackie Cation. Thank you very much, Josh Gondelman. Yay! <laughs> Thank We're you doing for being it. here. You were, I feel- you were ready. <laughs> I feel welcome. <laughs> I'm glad. It would be horrible if you didn't. Right, right. What a what an error. What a horrible. It, yeah. If I invited apart. you here to make my day better, but I was giving you the real cold shoulder. Oh my gosh. It wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. That's part of making your day better is to be open to it, man. Thank you. That that's true. I feel like I would be one of those jerks that's not kind to uh restaurant staff and such. Oh, to invite you on my man. podcast that, to be mean. She's like, you're here to do, do a service for me. <laughs> yeah. Do you ever get like, like you're in a kind of a bad mood and you're out in a retail situation mm-hmm. and you're just like, it's not a good one. Today's not a good one. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, right. Because I don't want to bring in my baggage to this interaction. I mean, that's how I feel about most interactions. If I'm having a bad right. day, I don't want to make it someone else's problem. But specifically, I don't want to be the guy that's like, Keep the fucking change or whatever. Right, right. If I if I remember, I mean, I used to do a lot of childcare when I when I first moved to Los Angeles, mm-hmm. and um, this this one of the kids was so grumpy. We were at like the ama- an amazing event. It was that Disney used to have um, uh, these places where you could go and take your kids or kids, and they would dress them as the as the they would have all the costumes. Oh, that's so fun. Right, it was, and it was like twenty five dollars, and it was one of the greatest. And one of the kids I used to babysit for loved it, and we were in line, and she was super. The the kid that I was babysitting for was kind of rude to the to the woman, and I I stopped us and I said, "Here's what you need to always remember: is that other people are at work. You, if you are not at work." You win the interaction and right. thus must be considerate. Right. You're already ahead by virtue of not being at work. Right. If you're if you're not at work. It shouldn't be the customer is always right. It should be the customer is already crushing it. The customer is already, they have money to be in here. Yeah. Yeah. It's all, yeah. Right. Being For the customer sure. is the is the best part of that. Right. Right. <laughs> Hard agree. This is a great way to start off. I think that that we have set the attitude, we've set the tone for today's podcast. Let's jump into our game. Our game today is called Dork Web. Jackie, on your podcast, Dork Forest, you talk with guests about their particular fascinations and expertises. Today, I'm going to consider you kind of an expert expert or a dork about dorks. I'm going (laughs) to ask you questions based on the various dorkdoms you've encountered over time and your experience with them. As always, I will judge your answers based on accuracy, 
creativity, and how much they delight me specifically. Jackie Cation, are you ready to play Dork Web? I am ready to play. Um, 800 episodes. I should have something to say about dorks. That's so many episodes. <laughs> so many episodes. <laughs> First, before we do this, our producer, Kat, she had asked, what is the difference between a dork and a nerd? Can, can uh-huh. you clarify for our listeners? Right. Uh, this, is a, this is a common question. The difference between a dork, a nerd, and a geek. Uh, for the purposes of the dork forest, absolutely none. Uh, it is literally, <laughs> it is uh, because because I think that there are actual d- differences between those three words. And in the dork forest, it is li- it is not expertise. It is enthusiasm. Got it. So the dork forest, whatever you love, you don't have to be, you don't have to know all about it. You don't have to have everything accurate about whatever you love. You just have to really like it and talk to me about it for an hour. That's a perfect answer. I think, honestly, 100 points just for clarifying and disambiguating off the top. Excellent. Excellent. Yes, of course. Morty. First official question. What is an entry-level dork culture that you think most people could get into or might like to dabble in? Oh, Here's the thing about about dorkdoms, and that's what they're called in my mind. Uh, it's everybody <laughs> has one already. Ooh. So when I think about children, right? Mm-hmm. Children are the the first dorks. They're they're the first <laughs> ch- people that are excited about something they don't have a lot of information. Mm-hmm. About. They're just like the, dinosaurs. Wow. <laughs> The best. Where do you want to know what I know about trains? Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. Yes, sure. I do. Can I talk to you about Minecraft forever? Yes, you yeah. can. And then it becomes it becomes more specific when I think when you're about eight, mm-hmm. um, you either become a reading dork or a sports dork. Mm-hmm. Um, that's or, kind of the initial dork fork. <laughs> yeah, that is that is a dork fork, <laughs> and and they can overlap. I mean, you can read about sports, you can mm-hmm. read about, but then there then there are like dog and horse people, mm-hmm. and then there are car and train people, mm-hmm. and so as you go forward in your life, you know, you can think about it. Like people are like, oh, dork forest is it all about video games and comic books and. Um, superheroes, uh, and that kind of thing. It literally has been about everything. Mm-hmm. And there, there are ones that ha- that people have not yet talked about, but the train dork that I had, I had a guy, it was a dork expedition is what this one was, because he took me <laughs> to, his, he owns like a, he owns like a Quonset hut that has his train set up and him and four of his buddies. These are Ben in their 50s, mm-hmm. have set up, have recreated the train Route from Indiana to Chicago. He he wow. lived in Michigan, by the way. So <laughs> it wasn't even one he followed, and it was a freight train, wow. and and they would run it on schedule. And the and when they'd run it on sc- schedule, yeah. And when we from the fifties, and uh, when I went to there, it was not when it was scheduled to run, so he would not turn it on. Oh, that's so funny. So I think everyone has an entry-level dorkdom. Like when someone comes on and they're like, I don't really, I, Kathy Ladman was my favorite because she mm-hmm. said, you know, I love to knit, but that's not dorky. And I was like, <laughs> pardon me. Like, uh, no, that's cool. Yeah, it's super cool. I, I beg to differ. You're a giant uh, knitting dork. Let's mm-hmm. do it. And it was just, it was like literally, it could be, there, there was a woman who was who only watched C-SPAN 3. <laughs> 
I it's love beautiful. It. Yeah. Why? Uh, because it was the committees. Got it. Um, she, it's the one that she wanted to know. She literally she walked watched them like uh, uh, soap operas. Mm-hmm. She got to know <laughs> all of the different representatives because they're all on committees and C-SPAN three. Shows and you can. See, she's like, I watch their body language. I can see how wow. the people that they like, the people they don't like, the things that they say Riveting. in committee that they wouldn't say on television. That they, if they remembered that right, they were on television, forget you're on TV. Oh, that's great. Um, my follow-up question is: If everybody has a, a dorkdom inside them, how do you recognize your own dork Aww. thing if you don't know what it is? Right, right. Um, well. When people say they want to be on it, I send them a little, like a pre-production thing. And the and the question is, is what do you think about? What do you collect? What do you like? That's great. And um, more than anything else, right? And if it's wrestling, your dorkdom is wrestling, my sure. friend. And you're like, yeah, but it's not cool. And you're like, uh, it's a dork's forest. Uh, feel free <laughs> to... Um, I had a guy who we just did a couple of weeks ago, the Criterion Collection. Sure. Which I always thought was cool. Yeah. And as he told me about it, I was like, no, this is everything. Because the <laughs> Criterion Collection is just whatever movies that they can get. Right. That they can clean up, write an essay about, make it into some interesting packaging, and sort of, you know, fix it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it's all different kinds. It isn't Oscar winners. It isn't the 100 AFI best movies in the world. So at one point I said to the guy, is there porn? And he goes, yeah. yeah, there's porn. <laughs> I did not know that. Right. He said, it's, some of it is very disturbing. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> and, um, and there is, but there's all different kinds of, of movies and it's whoever they can get the rights to, to fix it up. Amazing. This is a great answer. We're going to come out of the gate. This answer is worth 800 points for all 800 kinds of dorks you've talked to already on your show. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Next question. What is a topic that you think would be ripe for dork appreciation and enthusiasm, but you've never met a dork that's into it before? Like, is is there something that surprises you that you've never met somebody that's like, you know, I'm a real vinyl siding dork or whatever it is? Right, right. Well, there's so many. They're sewing dorks that I haven't had enough of those on. Yeah. I was thinking about this. I've never had a camping dork. Oh, I did yeah. have someone who really liked um, those very thin canyons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've, and, met a, you've met a Raviniac. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was really into a ravine. And, um, and then, but I, you know what? I, I, I was thinking about this, and it's, it's tools. Like, yeah. If, Tim the Tool Guy, the, yes. the comic, uh, whatever that guy's name, Tim Allen. Like, I saw him do stand-up probably five or six years ago, and I hadn't seen him do stand-up in probably 20 years or 15 yeah. years. And he was doing what was clearly new material about tools, Josh. <laughs> and all I could think, and the jokes were okay. They were perfectly good jokes. Sure. So all I could think was, this guy really fucking likes tools. He must think about tools so much. So much. And I was like, that would be a perfect dork. Yeah. Oh, that's so fascinating. But I bet there's lots of people, like most of the people who are into tools are like, uh, it's not a dork thing. It's a cool fixing thing. Right. And and, and why is it? And everyone knows about this. That's right. the other. That's the other thing is people think that everyone knows about their dorkdom. Yes. But nobody knows about almost anybody's dork. Right. 
Like to be like, oh, everybody knows how to knit. It's like, well, many people do, but the people who don't, super don't. Right. And I did two different episodes about knitting that could not have been more different. It was, (laughs) I think it was, or was, were they knitting or like it was Janine Garofalo about beading. Mm -hmm. She did beads. Got it. And then Diva Zappa. Mm-hmm. did knitting. I think there was a, a second knitting one because the Diva Zappa one cracked me up so much because I was like, I don't know anything about knitting. That's the great thing about the Dork Forest is I don't know anything yeah. about almost anything. You and said, you said um, Kathy Ladman too, right? Yeah. Oh, Kathy Ladman, who do, who wouldn't do it because it was cool. <laughs> she wouldn't do it. Oh, <laughs> that's such a it. twist. I thought you were just like, oh, come on, that's fine. She's like, all right. But she was like, no, that's <laughs> no. not... <laughs> It's too cool. So Diva Zappa. That's too cool. Oh, that's awesome. What I want that, and this is nothing again. This is not me like being backhanded to Kathy Ladman. I want the confidence to be like, no, the thing I like is cool. (laughs) It it rules, and (laughs) I'm cool for liking it. Right. And what it is is Ant Hills. What? How is that cool? That isn't cool. That's ants. Who gives a damn? No, 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 no. I don't give a shit about ants. I said ant hills. (laughs) (laughs) Were you not listening? (laughs) Well, and that is the big thing, isn't it? In podcasting. (laughs) Learning to listen. Great answer. That answer is going to be worth 670 points. The number of teeth on a very long saw. Interesting. Is that true? I mean, it's an estimate, as all these scores are. Next question. What is a dork culture that you've never personally had the experience of enjoying, but you've always wanted to try? Well, the the dorkdoms that come on the show yeah. that are recurringly hilarious yeah. for listeners of the Dork Forest are the music episodes. Oh, interesting. Because I, Jackie Cation, like music. I am not a monster. <laughs> I don't know anything about music. So, for example, one of the last ones that was had a big reveal was uh, somebody wanted to do their dork forest about Stevie Nicks. Mm-hmm. And at one point during the show, I, she mentioned Fleetwood Mac. And I said, oh, was Stevie Nicks in Fleetwood Mac? And she said, Stevie Nicks is Fleetwood Mac. And I said, is her name Fleetwood or Mac? It is not. Uh, how would I know that? And she, okay, that was also stated in stronger terms than is like maybe she means the heart and soul of Fleetwood Mac (laughs) but that's you know what I mean that's not there are bands that have a name that that that, it's a band name but it's one guy right where you're like Connor Oberst is Bright Eyes because Bright Eyes is him and whoever else is around that he's hanging out with and that's not true of Fleetwood Mac there's a very specific composition of Fleetwood Mac right and Jethro Tull isn't a guy nope Jethro Tull's Uh, a lot of guys yeah (laughs) Jay Z, so uh, Jay. He's not uh, two subway lines. He is. <laughs> he is not. The first thing I asked about Jay Z was, "Who is Jay Z?" <laughs> and, <laughs> and I was like, "I know he is a hip hop artist." Mm-hmm. At which point, I think it was Dwayne Perkins said. Wow, of all the first questions I thought you were going to ask about Jay-Z, it wasn't going to be that one. And I think it was Virginia Jones and I, hers was David Bowie. Mm -hmm. And I 
for a long time in the 80s, I got David Bowie mixed up with the other guy who isn't David Bowie, but also has <laughs> blonde hair and is British. Sting? And, no, he kept doing this in the video with the, um, yeah. <laughs> the guy who isn't David Bowie. He was blonde yeah. and British. Listeners, and if you know, you are a shouting. Blonde, I know you're like, God, it's. But I sting was my best shot. That was my last arrow in the right. quiver. It was. Uh, he only had a couple of. He was. Oh, he was Billy in the wedding Idol. singer. Yes, Billy Idol. Billy Idol. We got to it. People yeah. screaming at home. You can stop screaming. You can stop screaming. Uh, Jackie Cation does not know the difference between David can, Bowie and Billy. You Idol. can cut out that rebel yell. That's a Billy Idol reference, Jackie. <laughs> Oh, my God. Wait, what was the question again? <laughs> it was, is there one that you haven't dabbled in, but you're like, that always sounds great, but I've never had the opportunity. It's all, it's skateboarding and surfing. It's always Ooh. the sport ones. Yeah. Yeah. Skateboarding seems so fun if you're good at it, but the point until you get good at it seems like it would end my life. Right. And I... I don't accelerate well. Like I strapping <laughs> strapping things to my feet is not great. It isn't my it isn't my finest moment. That's never been your if you no. get to strap something to your feet, you're like, I'm out. Skateboards, I think you get to just stand on the snowboards. Right. I once I broke my wrist trying to skateboard once. Um yeah. but uh, so I wasn't um I wasn't really trying to skateboard. I was just, I jumped on it to to be a distraction to my niece and nephew. And I fell mm -hmm. down and scraped <laughs> my legs so bad and broke my wrist and I didn't know for a day. Oh, no. Oof, mm -hmm. skateboarding and surfing, those those do sound great. But they sound really cool, though, don't they? Yeah. yeah. Surfing is one that it feels like skateboarding. It feels like if you're bad at it, that it feels dangerous and not fun unless you can push through that and get good. Surfing, it feels like even if you're not good, you're like, well, I'm at the beach. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. These are that's a great answer. Skateboarding, serving, Billy Idol. <laughs> we covered it all. <laughs> this answer, gosh, this answer is worth 530 points for 530 a time I've heard that people wake up to go surfing. Oh yeah. Yeah. My the surfing dork forest, by the way, uh my first question was, where do you park? I <laughs> May not be cool myself. <laughs> Where do you park? Who's Jay-Z? Where do you park? <laughs> How do you get the surfboard to the thing? You rent you it? sound no? like you, the questions you ask, I think are so, I, I bet that is such a service for your audience because I bet people who listen to the show also have these questions or, or hadn't considered that they hadn't considered it. But some of them do sound like it is your first day living on Earth. <laughs> And and it is very much, I take the bullet. I'm the mm -hmm. one who doesn't know things. And then they don't, they can just go, oh my God, you didn't know that? And I'm like, I do not. And it doesn't matter. Next question. What kind of dork would you most like to be seated next to on an airplane? A very quiet one. <laughs> Here's the thing <laughs> about airplanes and dorkdoms. Uh, you can't, you can't talk to me on an airplane. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't want it. I don't, I'm, I'm busy watching a movie, playing a video game, and listening to a book. I'm mm -hmm. watching the movie on the back of the chair, <laughs> captions on. I'm playing a wow. video. Wait, so you're reading a movie and listening to a book? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I that's literally the most, That's the most a brain can do at once. I, am a, I don't know about you, but I'm in the sky. <laughs> 
So if I'm in the sky, I have to be distracted. The possibilities are limitless. Yeah. Well, there's that too. The, there's I can I can the horizon. There's nothing holding me back. That is so much stimulus. That feels like like a. Dick Van Dyke and Mary Poppins with just all the instruments on one suit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. One-man band. <laughs> yeah. The symbols on my knees. Yeah, let's yeah. do this. <laughs> that would be the worst dork to sit next to on an airplane. Oh, my God. A very loud dork. Giant that is not the good one. The thing about dork forests is they are an hour. Uh, sometimes they're an hour and 15. And I can be genuinely interested in whatever you want to talk about for about an hour. Hour and a half, and then I'm done. And yep. most flights are three to five hours, right? So, not a chance. No, thank you. I think that is that is so reasonable. Oh my gosh! The first flight I took uh, after lockdown, right? Mm-hmm. I was sitting. We were in Delta Comfort. No one was in the middle because they weren't mm-hmm. selling the middle seats yep. yet. And this woman touched me. <laughs> the window Ooh. woman. I'm on the aisle. Touched yeah. me twice. She touches my shoulder, and I'm like, ah. <laughs> it's been 16 months since anyone has touched me because that isn't my husband. And uh, so um, she's like, could you hold my water? And uh, I was like, there is a seat in between us with a tray that you can yeah. just put down. So I put the thing down and I, I, I take her water because I, I don't have the... I don't have it in me fast enough to go, what? No. Yeah. Anyway, so I but, take the water. Was her water in like a... Big open pitcher? <laughs> like, what was she it was worried in a glass. about? She had to get something from the floor or something. Okay. So she's sitting there reading a Newsweek or a Time magazine. Mm-hmm. And we're now, we're about two and a half hours, an hour later or so, she touches me again to tell me that they figured out a way to put young people's blood into old people. <laughs> And it would stop Alzheimer's, or it would stop the aging process. And that's, billionaires were going to abduct toddlers. That's, first of all, even until you got to that last sentence, which is the most unreasonable part, the first thing is not something you have to just tell people on a plane. She's reading an article in, like, Newsweek or Time, and I was like, Okay, that's some, and, and, and it's very hard. Everybody's wearing a mask, mm-hmm. and I'm on a plane for the first time, and I'm like, it's going to be very hard for me to talk you off this ledge through a mask, lady. Yeah. Uh, it's, that's a movie. That's not real. <laughs> that's not real, is what I said to her. I said, that's a movie. That's not real. And she's like, well, billionaires are going to do this thing. And I said, doesn't matter. You can't <laughs> stop a billionaire from doing anything anyway. But it's not real. Just and what are you what are you reading? And she's like Newsweek or Time, and I was like, that's weird that they would have that in there. But I, you're okay, you're okay. And so she goes back to it. Half an hour later, she touches me again oh. and says, "You're right. It's a movie." <laughs> <laughs> you stopped someone from getting radicalized. <laughs> oh. Yeah. She was a Wi-Fi connection away from just a YouTube rabbit hole about Wayfair and oh. the Clinton family. Oh, my God. And Pizzagate. Pizzagate. Oh, my God. Yeah. Could have been anything. You stopped her by could just being like, anything. hey, fiction. And she was like, oh, thank goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Not real. Not real. What? So, imagine being on a plane and going, holy shit, me and Whoever's two seats away from me, 
have to save the world from this because nobody's doing Aww. anything. Well, at least she's responsible. There yep. you go. <laughs> That's incredible. This answer, there were so many twists and turns. <laughs> this answer is worth 900 points for the total length in minutes of this movie series that I imagined she was talking about. Yeah. And that brings us to the end of our game of Dark Web. Your final score is 3,000 points on the nose. That is the highest all-time score in Make My Day history. Jackie Cation, how do you feel? Oh, my God. It's like, it's, it's, I'm going to do a, a, it's a Muppet. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) I win. (laughs) Perfect Muppet hands. I will, I'll vouch for you with the listeners. And as this week's champion... And, and grand prize winner, you will receive a $100 donation to the charity or aid cause of your choice. Where will the money be going? Much like in the Dork Forest, uh, every November and December, instead of people donating to the Dork Forest, I asked that they d- donate to their local food bank, whatever great. they were going to donate. That's great. So I say, Josh, donate it to your local food bank. Great. I will donate to the to the food bank for New York City, which is which yeah. I, I've done that before for the podcast. And I'm going to try to uh, wrestle up a like a list of local food banks or a place where you can search for, you know, for your own. Oh, feedingamerica.com. You can also Google the words food bank and the name of your town. (laughs) Uh, And then all of a sudden you'll know. (laughs) Perfect. Feedingamerica.com or Google. (laughs) Just a great plug for Google. Yeah, great plug for Google, you guys. A great choice. And at this time of year, you know, as the weather gets colder, it feels like this is something that people need more and more. Our final segment on this week's show, the pep talks. We will each give a pep talk to a person or group that we think deserves it or needs it out there in the world. And I will give my pep talk to stats nerds. Some would argue, stats nerds, that you don't need a pep talk at all. Statistics dorks are ascendant in sports, influencing how games are played and how business decisions in the industry are made. But obviously, there's still an attitude that numbers aren't what sports are about. They're about sweat and effort and dirt and gladiator combat and your dad yelling at you when you do a bad job. And in a lot of ways, those people are right. Fantasy sports without the sports is just a fantasy. It could be anything. But we can only engage with the things we love to the best of our abilities. Some of us love music, but are bad at dancing. That's okay, me. All we can do is what we can do. It's fine to love music without being good at dancing in the same way that it's fine to love baseball but be predominantly skilled at calculus. You are valuable to the process. Your participation matters. Your expertise is useful. Your fandom is invigorating to the players or to the other people in your community, if not the the the, the players themselves. But it is okay that sometimes people want to forget that you, the stats nerds, exist and watch slam dunks and home runs and their equivalents in other sports. Because again, without the ball, money ball doesn't even really make money. Jackie Cajun, the floor is yours for a pep talk. Uh, I'm not going to be able to do anything quite so erudite. <laughs> so it's so well played. My pep talk is, um, is one that I give to myself. Ooh, I love this. Yeah, on a, on a regular basis is that I can't change the world. A lot of people say that. They say that they can't change the world. They, they aren't big enough. They aren't rich enough. They aren't strong enough. They don't have the power to change the whole world. 
And so what I remind myself on a regular basis is that while that is true, I can help the person in front of me. I can change the world right in front of me, right around me. For example, my husband will take, we have a new tiny dog friend. Uh, he'll take our dog friend for a walk. And when he does, he brings the poop bags, of course, because you got to pick up after your dog. But he also brings, get this, a grocery bag and picks up garbage. Mm -hmm. Wow. Because he's a better person That's than most so of generous. us. That's so generous. Yeah. And so I don't do it every time. But here's the thing. He does. <laughs> and, uh, but I will say that um, that you that maybe you can't change the whole world, but you can and will change the world a little bit if you help the person in front of you and try to fix the thing in front of you that you can't. That is such a good pep talk. I truly think that the people who hear this are going to be like, Wow. And they'll probably do something nice for someone today. And in fact, do that if you're listening. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> Listen it's, to Jackie. It's not going to cost you anything. <laughs> a perfect pep talk. One that I always need to remind myself of. That's terrific. That's been the show. I'm your host, Josh Gondelman. This has been Make My Day. Thank you to this week's champion, Jackie Cation. Jackie, you've got a new stand-up special out so soon. Where can people find it? Well, the new album and the new stand-up special is called Staycation in an effort to get people to say my name right. <laughs> and of course, uh, we've all been on a staycation uh, mm -hmm. because of lockdown. And yep. um, they can find it on all the places that you get normal uh, albums and such. Uh, Spotify, Pandora, SiriusXM, Amazon, iTunes. Uh, you can go to JackieCation.com if you want a CD or a DVD or a coaster. Uh, if you don't own a CD player or a DVD player, you could just buy the CD or DVD and use it as a coaster. Rest of beverage upon yeah. it. <laughs> and then, uh, and then the the special itself will be on 800 Pound Gorilla's YouTube channel, cool. but it will also be linkable on JackieCation.com. All my social is at Jackie Cation. Thanks for having me, Josh. Jackie, thank you so much. This was such a treat. This this has been truly, this was so much fun. I had such a great time. If anyone listening wants to donate to their own food bank, we've covered that. If you have your own answers to this week's game of Dork Web, uh, you can tweet them at me, at Josh Gondelman, or at Make My Day Pod. And that's the show. Make My Day is a Radio Point production produced by Houston Snyder and Naomi Steinberg. Recorded and edited by Kat Iosa. Executive produced by Alex Bach, Rich Corson, and Daniel Powell. If you like the show, please rate and review it as highly as your conscience allows. A five-star review really helps. We'll be back next week. Until then, have several nice days. <laughs>